busy. Now he's going to move like a little rabbit. Mac, why do you... Hello, I'm Joe Leonardo, and welcome to Blind Pilots, where the goal is to have a team of writers blindly create the best TV pilot ever written. Here's how it works. Four writers each write only five pages of a 20-page pilot, but the writers can only see the last page written by the previous writer. At the end of the process, we will have 20 complete pages written of a brand new original story that at least hopefully makes sense, or at most, is the beginning of the next Emmy-winning TV show. Over the past month, our team of writers have been hard at work blindly creating the best TV pilot ever made. They have all not seen any of the other pages their colleagues have written. Until right now. Let's quickly introduce the writers and cast their parts. Pages one through five were written by Megan Downey. Megan, you'll be playing the parts of Beth, Ursula, Miss Rubles, Barley, Jimmy Fallon, and Alien. I'm ready. Pages six through ten are written by Justin Avery Smith. Justin, the parts you'll be playing are Captain Jessica, crew member Lil Mo, Rebecca Thon, Professor, and Captain Patchy Beard. This all makes sense, <laughs> I swear. Pages 11 through 15 were written by Arushi Agni. You'll be playing the lead character of Selena. And last but not least, pages 16 through 21 were written by John Shepard. You'll be playing the other lead character of Vonder. And of course, we have Andrew here, our people's critic. You'll be playing the small part of, is it Stagland? Yeah. It's... Is it supposed to be Stagehand or do we figure no, that part yes, out? It was, it was supposed to be Stagland. <laughs> okay, okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. All right, so Andrew, you're the People's Critic, and at the end here, you'll give us our uh, People's Critic review, if you'd watch the show or not, uh, and you'll be you'll be uh, giving us our Emmys, if we win any. Yeah, very, very excited. Uh, I love the uh, After Pilot Awards show every time. Beautiful. And of course, as always, every episode has a theme, and for this episode, episode every writer was told the theme of hallmark channel Ooh! all right we ready to read the pilot yeah, yeah. pages one through five were written by megan downey who is a new york-based comedy writer who's been published in mcsweeney's the belladonna comedy and the washington post she created an award nominated web series like and subscribe with seasonal produced comedy, and in a previous life, she had a seven-year career in political fundraising and speech writing. Now, let the pilot begin! Exterior, Valentine Cruz Dock Day. Big bouquets of roses line a walkway. Passengers line up next to a massive cruise ship. They're all couples. Some hold hands, hug, or apply sunscreen to one another. Bright 
Colored clothing, Hawaiian shirts, and sun hats abound. Exterior, cruise ship, main deck, day. Passengers stream off the gangway beaming. A banner reads, Happy Valentine's Day. Welcome lovers. Selena Cowell, 30s, logical and dazed, dressed in all black. Files along with the other passengers. A big guy takes a heavy bag off his partner's shoulder. Selena watches, wistful, as she adjusts her own grip on her tote. Up ahead, Captain Jessica, 50s, hops on a bench. Attention passengers, I want to welcome you all to our favorite week of the year here on the SS McLovin. We, we love seeing your love on this special Valentine's Day cruise. And remember, as your captain, I am invested with the power to perform wedding ceremonies. And yes, they are legally binding. Passengers chuckle. Selena's eyes get misty. She slides on headphones, turns away. Interior, cruise ship, Selena's room, day. A queen-sized bed, a wall of built-in cabinets and drawers. A large porthole looks out on the ocean. Sun streams in. Selena swipes a heart made of rose petals off the bed, drops her bags on the floor, opens one and pulls out a matching set of sweats. She peels off her travel clothes, folds them meticulously, careful they not touch the bed. She pulls on the sweat set, flops onto the bed, lets out a pained whimper. She reaches for her phone, holds it up, and starts a FaceTime call. Selena. Arushi, you are Selena. Sorry, I was muted. Shit. I just thought I was going to sneeze. <laughs> okay, sorry. Right, do, you want me to, do you want me to give you that last sentence again? Or are you good? Yeah, maybe. I'm sorry. Do I was not, so ready listen, to. I just... You do not need so to So embarrassing. She reaches for her phone, holds it up, and starts a FaceTime call. It's already awful. On phone, Selena's bestie, Beth, 30s, shakes her head. I mean, maybe wait more than five minutes to gauge it. Literally everyone else here is with their person. I thought you brought Jordan. Selena digs in her bag, pulls out a stainless steel urn, holds it up to her camera. Not really the same. But better than nothing. This trip was his last gift to you. You wanted to honor that. Selena's face falls. She nods. I miscalculated. I feel like I'm some dark cloud floating through all these people's fantasy. Okay, one, that's beautiful imagery. And two, you had legitimate reasons for going. Don't discount that. Jordan did get a really good deal on this. He was super proud of it. I remember, babes. Non-transferable, non-refundable, but an amazing price. So you being there is low-key the best way to celebrate him. I thought so, but... Hey, Silver lining, you won't be all winter pasty when you see everyone at the memorial next week. Selena chuckles, rolls her eyes playfully. I hate you. Love you too. Tune everyone else, they're out. Focus on your healing. Beth blows a kiss. Selena mocks catching it in her hand, then ends the FaceTime call. She looks around the room, opens a drawer, and finds a big red heart-shaped candy sampler box. She pulls the lid off. Flips it over to read the guide, then selects a chocolate. It's all-inclusive. Might as well. She shakes her head self-consciously, 
Oh, her eyes light up with an idea. She taps her phone. A TV on the wall turns on. On TV, Spotify opens. Selena navigates to a playlist titled Jordan's Mega Awesome Party Mix and hits play. Blame It by Jamie Foxx starts playing. Andrew, let's get some Blame It by Jamie Foxx, please. If you don't know the song, just give us whatever you think Jamie Foxx would sing. Just blame it. Blame it. Blame it on alcohol. Selena sways to the beat, getting more and more into it. She turns up the volume as the song flows into the chorus. The volume goes up. Where's the song? We're not hearing it, Andrew. Blame it. I'm going to blame you. She dances all out. (laughs) Tears fall down. The song is still playing while I'm reading. Blame it. She dances all out. (laughs) Tears fall down her cheeks. I'm on a cruise. Blame it on the alcohol. Knock. The song is still playing, by the way. Knock, knock, knock. Knocking at the door quickly turns into full-on banging. Selena looks jolted as she clocks the sound. I don't even know. She she scrambles to turn the volume down, wipes her tears. She opens her door to reveal Vonder Clivon, 30s, high-strung, hot, a people-pleaser at heart. I just turned the volume down. I didn't realize how... What? That you're not the only people on the ship? That some of us... Need our eight and a half hours of sleep? <laughs> Selena looks taken aback. It's not that serious. I didn't know how loud the Bluetooth speakers were. Have a good vacation, bro. She starts to close the door. He blocks it with his foot. <laughs> I'm not on vacation, lady. I'm a boat architect here on a very important project with a major deadline in two days. So if you could think about that when you come back from a couple massage and you're Boyfriend puts on some Dave Matthews band and... Selena turns red. She looks pissed. Tears stream down her face. Vonder notices, rolls his eyes. Are you crying? My boyfriend just died, asshole. She slams the door. Interior, cruise ship, hallway, same. Vonder steps back from Selena's door, looking shocked. He takes two steps to the left, Opens the door to his room. He looks back at Selena's door, guilt-ridden. Interior, cruise ship, Selena's room. Moments later, Selena leans against the back of the door, slides down to collapse on the floor. Dissolve to interior, cruise ship, Selena's room. Night. Selena sits in bed surrounded by a pillow wall with under-eye masks on and her hair up in a plush headband with bunny ears. She reads the chocolate lid guide and eyes the candy. Tap, tap. A gentle tap on the door. Coming. Selena grabs a chocolate, carefully slithers out of her pillow structure. She opens the door, looks surprised. A sheepish Vonder holds out a bouquet of white lilies. She crosses her arms, refusing them. You're not room service. No, I just wanted to apologize. Obviously, I didn't know you were grieving. The song choice was... This is an apology? Look. I'm very sorry I was a dick about turning the music down. We're the 
two people here who aren't in a romantic Valentine's vibe, and... Please don't equate me going on a trip my dead boyfriend planned for whatever boat architecture project you're here to do. I wasn't... I don't want your pity or your flowers. Can you please just leave me alone? He shakes his head, perplexed. Gladly. Screech! The boat shakes as the sound of metal-on-metal radiates. Selina looks panicked. The boat rocks hard to one side, knocking Vonder into her and the two of them into her room. Flustered, Vonder tries to right himself, but whoosh! The boat jerks to the other direction, slamming the door shut. The rocking slows. Vonder gets his feet under him. He reaches for the door and the handle pops off in his hand. Shaken up, Selena looks in disbelief as he holds up the door handle. Beep! An alarm sounds and the lights flicker. Then, smash to black. End of page five. Whoa. Clap, clap, clap for that. Wow. I think a fantastic intro for what sounds like going to be a beautiful love story. Justin, you write the next pages, pages six through 10. With that said, can you recap Megan's first five pages? Okay, so yeah, we got Selena here is going on a Valentine's Day cruise that she's going on alone, even though it's a couple's cruise, she's going alone because her boyfriend is dead, but she's kind of not going alone because she brought the urn with her. And Megan, did I get this right? The boyfriend planned the trip? Yeah, before dying. Do we know how the yeah. boyfriend died? Um, Not yet. I mean, uh, I yeah. know, but uh, the audience doesn't. <laughs> and we're never going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rollerblading accident. Okay. And that's, that's all I can say. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's tragic. Sad. Oh, boy. All right. Justin, continue. Yeah. And then, yeah, Selena just decides, you know what? I'm going to have fun with myself. She plays some Jamie Foxx and Vonder's like, what the... Hell, you know, some of us need eight and a half hours of You know what, I respect sleep. that. Exactly. And then comes back a little while later and is like, sorry. And then the ship hits something and uh, like the power goes out and they're trapped in the cabin together. And door uh, romantically locks in a very <laughs> <laughs> romantic so comedy, romantic Matthew lock. McConaughey romantic comedy type of way. It also right, could right, be like right, a right. nightmare situation. That's true. Yeah, this could quickly turn into a... I feel like all romantic comedies can quickly turn into a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They like to teeter on that line. Yeah. It makes it hotter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it Jordan Peele or someone who said that the, the difference between comedy and horror is the music? <laughs> that is very <laughs> profound. Oh. That's yeah. so true. Would that work? And when Harry met Sally, I haven't seen the movie in a oh, minute. Billy but... Crystal? Yeah, I've he's never scary. seen that movie. Is he like an aggressive person in that movie? No. no. I, if you I feel like it, there I feel are like some scenes that if you put horror movie underneath it, he could be really stressful. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. ever seen someone cut Mrs. Doubtfire to make it a horror oh, film? Oh, I've heard about and that. And it's that like so a trailer. Funny. It's like a, a horror movie <laughs> yeah. trailer where Robin Williams is a psychopath. And it... <laughs> completely works they did that with a butt like they made um jaws into like a either buddy comedy or romantic comedy where they fall in love with the shark i think Aww. roy scheider falls in love with the shark Aww. which you I know like that romantic that's what i thought i, I was gonna some... see when i went to jaws oh yeah um, in 1977 yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, 
I saw right? someone make Sleep Us into Seattle into a horror movie, so I know. Okay. I'm no, but I think there's well. some truth to this that romantic comedies can quickly turn into horror movies. Interesting. Yeah, you just like went off with that guy you just met. Like. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of like removing the woman and putting her like out of place, but it's played as like, oh, wow, this is an exciting adventure instead of like, oh, wow, this could be dangerous. Mm -hmm. Or it's like we're stuck in a location together. Good thing I'm into it. Like <laughs> this strikes me like this guy strikes me as a classic boat architect. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like living in New York, we know <laughs> tons of them. And this guy. Cliche boat mm -hmm. architect. I know. It's them, like all I know about boat architecture is they get a lot of sleep. <laughs> yeah, you well, need it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like to think in these next five pages, it becomes perfectly clear that I understand what a book architect's typical <laughs> behavior is and what their lifestyle is. And I really tried my best. Oh, to, my God. Uh, a dramaturg. I assume it's like designing a building, but the foundation is water. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Not very steady there. <laughs> All right. That's on really that note. Funny. All right, Justin, let's see. Let's see what you did. Uh, so let's first reread Megan's page five, and then we're going to jump into Justin's pages six through ten, written by Justin Avery Smith, who is a writer and performer based in central Massachusetts, where he can usually <laughs> be found working in the loft above his parents' garage. He has been featured in McSweeney's, The Onion, and on TMZ. Alrighty, pages six through ten, written. By Justin Avery Smith. But first, let's read page five, written by Megan Downey. Selena grabs a chocolate, carefully slithers out of her pillow structure. She opens the door, looks surprised. A sheepish vonder holds out a bouquet of white lilies. She crosses her arms, refusing them. You're not room service. Uh, no, I just wanted to apologize. Obviously, I didn't know you were grieving. The song choice was... This is an apology. Look... I'm sorry. I was a dick about turning the music down. We're the two people here who aren't in the romantic Valentine's vibe. Please don't equate me going on a trip my dead boyfriend planned with whatever boat architecture project you're here to do. I wasn't. <laughs> I don't want your pity or your flowers. Can you please just leave me alone? He shakes his head, perplexed. Gladly. Screech! The boat shakes as the sound of metal on metal radiates. Selena looks panicked. The boat rocks hard to one side, knocking Vonder into her and the two of them into her room. Flustered, Vonder tries to right himself, but whoosh! The <coughs> I'm choking on my own spit! <coughs> but whoosh! The boat jerks in the other direction, slamming the door shut. The rocking slows. Vonder gets his feet under him. He reaches for the door, and the handle pops off in his hand. Shaken up, Selena looks in disbelief as he holds up the door handle. Beep! An alarm sounds and the lights flicker, then smash to black. End of page 5, pages 6 to 10 by Justin Avery Smith. The lights are out. The only source of light are the stars and the moon coming through the small window. The boat gives Aww. one last mighty lurch. Vonder is sent flying into Selena. They both crash through the pillow fort, which collapses, and onto the sofa beneath the window. Get off me! 
Selena shoves Vonder off her lap and onto the other side of the sofa. What did you do? Don't look at me. This wasn't my part of the architecture project. Static is heard on the PA system. The captain's voice echoes around the ship through the loudspeaker. Abandoned ship. Repeat. <laughs> Abandoned ship. Proceed immediately to lifeboats on the main deck. We have struck an outgoing ocean liner during docking. The lifeboats will bring you ashore. <laughs> uh, Selena slaps Vonder hard across the face. Ow! You idiot. Vonder nurses his bruised cheek. How is your aim so good in the dark? Since you, of course, seem to have forgotten, I have perfect memory. And I don't remember my boyfriend planning this trip so that I could die trapped in a cabin with you. Selena bolts to her feet. What are you doing? Somebody has to save my skin. Your skin? What about me? Selena picks up the chair at her desk. You can do exactly what you do for me, which is nothing. Selena takes a wide swing over Vonder's head. The window breaks open. You're paying for that, you know. Well, you ruined my pillow fort, so now we're even. Selena worms her way through the small window. She bar- uh, She's barely small enough to squeeze through it as she worms her way through it. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, can you help me, please? I have a bit of a poo bear stuck in a <laughs> rabbit's hole type situation here. Thank you. One kick catches Vonda right in the nose. Ow! My face! Selena sinks out of sight as she flops onto the main deck. She pokes her head up through the window. Don't follow me! Selena runs around the corner. She disappears into the crowd. Vonder sits back on the sofa, deflated. Exterior, main deck, night. Selena walks among the scared and confused passengers marching along the top deck. So as to not panic, please enjoy this playlist we have on standby for just such occasions. Sound effect. The sound system begins playing Natalie Cole's This Will Be Everlasting Love. Andrew, please. Everlasting Love? What? This you, you will pick be. songs. Oh. Everlasting Love. Yeah. This right. will be. Yeah, baby. Okay. Uh, really? Selena! Selena turns around. Vonder has followed her. How'd you get out of there so easily? Vonder shoves his way through the crowd of panicked people in life vests towards Selena. In all the time, in all that time I spent away from you was spent with this boat. But what do you think you're... <laughs> uh, oh, my ADHD yeah. did not like me when I wrote this. John, you have to make it work. As the actor here, you have to take what was written I'm on the page. I'm sorry to you as well, Chef. Oh, my... I'm embarrassed. Let's do it. Let's do it. You got it. Let's hear it. Make this work. Uh, <laughs> in all that time... Damn it. In all that time I spent away from you was spent with this boat. But what do you think you're getting yourself into? My comeuppance, apparently. Selena tries to run away, but Vonder grabs her wrist. Selena, at least let me get you a life vest. Buzz, buzz. Selena uses her free hand to take her phone out of her pocket. The caller ID reads, Ursula. Selena knees <laughs> Vonder in the groin. <laughs> Break off from the crowd and onto the side of the deck answers it. Justin, what's going on here? <laughs> I broke yeah, off from, okay, oh, off I see. from the crowd okay. and, and, uh, and, and, and Okay, okay, okay. Selena knees Vonder in the groin. Selena breaks off from the crowd and onto the side of the deck 
and answers the phone. Vonder stands still, uh, staring at her as the panicked crowd races past both of them. Hello, Ursula. I'm glad you called, actually. I don't think I'll make it back in time for that meeting about the budget for next quarter. The cruise had to be cut short. Cut to interior, Ursula's office, noon. Ursula, 55, business casual, sits at her work desk by a window where autumn leaves are blowing in every direction. That's okay. What I really wanted to know is if you had a chance to meet Vonder yet. How'd it go? Is he still cute? Back to exterior, main deck. All I heard about from our high school friends is how sweet and charming he was. But if I'm honest, he just isn't doing it for me in the way he does for everyone else. Back to interior Ursula's office. It's not because he's an architect, right? Don't tell me you have a problem with artistic men. And is that Natalie Cole playing in the background? <laughs> Andrew. Back to exterior main deck. Yes, it is. Long story and no issue at all. It's just, I know I said my type was more Daniel Craig or Harrison Ford, and my boyfriend was more of a Harvey Firestein, but Vonder is more uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Lifeboats right here, women and children first. Talk to you later. Selena hangs up, running towards the lifeboat. Selena! Selena snaps around to face him. What? The shore. It's right there. He gestures maddingly to the port town clearly visible from the deck, lit up by houses and street lamps. It's like something out of a postcard. And? And even though it won't make up for earlier, there's no one on this boat who can help you figure out how to get around the town like I can. Defiantly, Selena steps onto the lifeboat. She seats herself in a prim, proper, and dignified-looking way among the tightly packed crowd in the boat. Take them down. Selena locks eyes with Vonder as her lifeboat lowers. Steady. All the lights on the ship go out. Fade to black. End of page 10. Wowie, wowie, wow. All righty. Arushi. So you are pages 11 through 15. So let's get your recap of the previous five pages. So we find out that there's something wrong with the boat and they actually have to abandon ship, which I think is like a really high stress way of putting that. It seems like the crew is panicking, but also they're really close to the shore, maybe? Maybe it's a riverboat cruise? Yeah, it says, um, oh, they struck an outgoing ocean liner during docking. So I'm oh, not okay. sure what shore we're close to. So everyone's trying to save themselves, and Selena runs away from Vonder because she's like, don't follow me. I guess she wants to not die with him. And then he, I guess, wants to follow her and make sure she's okay. And then she's like, Fuck you, I'm going to get on a lifeboat. But then meanwhile, she also makes a call to her coworker or boss, whose name is Ursula, which is really funny because her name, <laughs> Selena, <laughs> Ursula, the naming convention. Vonder. Vonder. Ah, you guys are so smart. You're so smart, <laughs> Megan and Justin. Um, and it turns out that Selena knows Vonder from high school, which was not previously introduced. But that's cool. And um, she doesn't really understand why everyone thinks she's hot. 
So, yeah, that's what we know. Oh, and Natalie Cole is playing on the boat to calm everyone down. Love it. And be romantic. So how do you feel your next five pages? Do you feel like uh, this is it's a clear extension of what's going on? I mean, there's some stuff I'm insecure about now, but I think under the circumstances, uh, it's understandable the choices I made. I think they're great. I think they're great. And also, I got to say, we're still in the Hallmark Channel world here. Besides, like, the physical abuse to this man, like, he can't get a hint that she doesn't (laughs) want him around, even though she's literally beating the shit out of him. It's very cartoony. Yeah. Like, I like the... I like that she's beating him up, kind of. I don't know why. Yeah, no, like, honestly, like, my inspiration, honestly, Titanic, for one thing. And honestly, nothing, like, in script or description is funnier than my mother going off about how much she would not do anything Kate Winslet did when she was in Leonardo <laughs> Di- with Leonardo DiCaprio. She's basically like, that was me, like, trying to honor her and what I found funny about that. Her basically being like, yeah, Leo does fuck off for me. I would not let him draw me naked and I would not have sex in that car. And so I was trying to honor that as well as the material that was before me. And so, you know, trying to have the cake and eat it too. I just watched (laughs) Titanic recently, not that long ago. And I forgot that Kate Winslet's character tried to commit suicide. Yeah. She was going to jump off the boat. She was going to jump off the boat and he like talks her off the ledge. Oh, I forgot about that while I was writing this. (laughs) Hello, writers. We here at Blind Pilots know that writing the best script ever is hard work, especially when collaborating with a partner or team of writers. That's why I am proud to announce we have partnered with Writer Duet, the hassle-free professional script writing software that lets you write and collaborate anywhere, anytime on pretty much any device, online or off. You can try Writer Duet for free for up to three scripts or use promo code BLINDPILOTS20, all one word, for 20% off a paid subscription. Unlock powerful features like co-writing, revisions management, importing and exporting virtually any file type, including PDF, Final Draft, Word, Fountain, you name it, and more. You can even listen to your scripts out loud with a distinct computer voice for each character, which is a feature I love and use all the time. So go to writerduet.com, use our promo code BLINDPILOTS20, and start writing the best script ever today. Alrighty, on that note... Pages 11 through 15 were written by Arushi Agni, who is a queer South Asian writer, comedian, musician, educator, and person. Her work has appeared in Bitch, Media, Nerdist, Apartment Therapy, and McSweeney's Quarterly Concern. She is also the lead teacher for the Octavia Project, a summer program for girls and non-binary youth that uses sci-fi as a lens to imagine new futures. Also, see her perform... On the hilarious Boogie Manja sketch teen, Obtainable Crush. But first, let's read page 10, written by Justin Avery Smith. It's just I know I said my type was more Daniel Craig or Harrison Ford, and my boyfriend was more Harvey Firestein. But Vonder is more uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Lifeboats right here. Women and children first. Talk to you later. Selena hangs up, running towards the lifeboat. Selena! Selena snaps around to face him. What? 
The shore is right there. He gestures maddingly to the port town clearly visible from the deck, lit up by houses and street lamps. It's like something out of a postcard. And? And even though it won't make up for earlier, there's no one on this boat who can help you figure out how to get around the town like I can. Defiantly, Selena steps onto the lifeboat. She seats herself in a prim, proper, and dignified-looking way among the tightly packed crowd in the boat. Take them down. Selena locks eyes with Vonder as her lifeboat lowers. Steady. All the lights on the ship go out. Fade to black. End of page 10. Arushi's pages 11 through 15. Interior. Sip and blow. Day. (laughs) (laughs) Establishing window shot of lightly French-themed coffee shop sip and blow. Selena is inside. Hair windswept. Coat torn. Somehow looking better than before. Her face is weary from the ordeal she has just suffered. A 20-minute boat ride to shore. Lil Mo, non-binary icon and barista, is behind the counter. Do you have oat milk foam? And can I pay for it with my phone? And do you have a charger? My portable got wet and now it's sparking when I try to turn it on. Oh, use from the boat then. (laughs) Your accent is so charming. But yeah, it was harrowing. You look okay. Oh my God, stop flirting with me. (laughs) I just work here, but yeah, I can hook you up with a charger. And don't worry, the coffee's on me. But we don't have oat milk foam. Is it a dairy thing? No, it just reminds me of home. My mom used to make the best oat milk foam. I'm so sorry. I lost my mom when I was young too. Oh, my bad. She's not dead. She's just in Cleveland. But thank you so much. Selena <laughs> reaches her hand over the counter to touch Moe's, who flinches and blushes. They share a gaze. I'm Selena. Mo, But folks call me Lil Mo because there's a much bigger guy who, who works here named Mo, But they call him Big Mo. But it's actually kind of funny because he is actually five years younger. This place is beautiful. It's even prettier up close. Vonder is here, soaking wet, inexplicably sexier with dirt and seaweed smeared on his cheeks. (laughs) Is that who I... Oh my god, Selena. I thought I'd lost you. But how did you... Oh, I swam. Took like 35 minutes. Yeah, I swam varsity. Turns out the shore was even closer than I thought, or... Maybe I'm just faster. But Selena, tell me, you haven't gone and found some other guy in the last 10 minutes. Tell me there's still hope. Or should I have let the ocean take me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like you might be too late. Selena looks hopefully at Lil Mo. Lil Mo looks up from making a drink. I feel like now's a good time for me to say that my pronouns are they, them. (laughs) Sorry, of My course. Bad for gender is a social construct and ultimately a performance. Um, yeah. And I'm a demisexual. So it's going to take me like three months minimum for me to develop a crush on you. But you seem fun. <laughs> I think this gentleman is much more sold on you, to be honest. 
What's that? Oh, um, I, I think my phone's ringing. Selena shuffles out of the store to pick up her call. I thought your phone was dead. Oof, that stings. They them friend. I just want to thank you so much for rejecting. Also, do y'all have a little boy's room and a cigarette and a charger? Exterior, sip and blow. Selena looks at her dead phone, her eyes filling up with tears. In the distance, she hears a voice. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. <laughs> Miss Rubles, somewhere between 35 and a young 90, <laughs> is the heart of this small hamlet. Selena, in spite of tears, sings along. I want, I want to know, know right now, what will it be? Who's this little sun ray? And why are you crying, my dear? You don't just come from that boat, did you? Cut to interior, sip and blow, day. Vonder chugs coffee, his wet socked feet on the counter. Next to some avocado toast, he is also eating. So this guy is five years younger than you, and he has the same name as you? Yeah. Is that weird? No, that's not weird at all. I've always wanted to yell my own name during sex. By the way, use guys' phones have that other kind of port. <laughs> so no one on the town Slack has a USBC. Oh, word. Cut back to exterior sip and blow. If I had a nickel for every man who disappointed me, I would fail the Bechdel test in a movie marketed to women and gays. <laughs> <laughs> uh. The thing with the boat put things in perspective. I can't remember why I'm even mad at Vonder, but I'm the cool, effortlessly gorgeous city girl with the job. I don't want him to know that I care that he almost died that's so clingy. You sound like the 90s, but you got to go with your heart on this one. Stop overcomplicating things. Inspirational music. At the end of the day, all women have in this world is the shitty men we get stuck with on boats. Where would we be if we held them accountable or allowed ourselves to give in to our lesbian urges outside of the male gaze? You're so wise. But I never had healthy conflict resolution modeled for me as a child, and my desire to appear nonchalant is stronger than my intuition. So I'm going to stay mad at Vonder till he's earned my forgiveness by jumping through a series of arbitrary hoops. <laughs> well, life is about being true to yourself. In the 80s, I was playing lead guitar in a hair rock band. I gave it all up to teach dance and put on miscellaneous events in this smaller, relevant town. Was it worth it? Oh, yeah. Much better orgies. Interior, sipping poor coffee place. Say, I have an idea. <laughs> While you shipwreck kids are here, maybe you can work can work at the annual Hay Bale Carnival Spectacular Run Walk Fashion Show to end childhood body dysmorphia. <laughs> at least while we locate your USB-C charger and wait to turn on that town hotspot. Miss Rubles and Selena enter. Lil Mo waves with their coffee cup. Oh, were you telling our new friends about the annual Hayvale Carnival Spectacular Run Walk Fashion Show to end childhood body dysmorphia? We still need a couple of acts for the talent show. You two would be perfect. You want us to work... T together? 
end of page 15. All right, all right. John, since you're writing the finale and conclusion, first recap Arushi's five pages. Okay. Uh, they got separated on the lifeboat, I gather, and Avon apparently had to swim a long way back uh, to the town, to the shore, to this hamlet. And uh, let's see. Selena's meanwhile, and falling in love with this new... Uh, uh, Lil Mo. The Lil Mo, yes, the bar, the barista. Uh, so it's not. But Lil Mo's not, not looking, giving anything back. That's true. That's true. But for a moment, we, you know, it's not looking like our heroes are going to fall in love. Um, and then uh, we get a little education, a little background in the town, separately from two different characters at the same time, and they might have to work together. Mm-hmm. To get out. A little force interaction. Yeah. To see if we can spark some love between our two main characters in the epic conclusion. Does it happen? I guess we'll have to read and find out. So let's do that and read the finale. Pages 16 through 21. Written by John Shepard, who is an actor, comedian, and writer. He originally hails from Illinois, where he got his start on the vaudeville circuits. He is also a personal hero. (laughs) This is why you should read him ahead of time. He is also a personal hero and role model of mine, even though I am much (laughs) older than he is. Catch him performing with his sketch team, both hands on Boogie Mancha. I'll say it. I love him. It's impossible not to. That's so nice. John Shepard. I know it was straight from the heart. (laughs) (laughs) But first, let's read uh, Arushi's page 15 before we go into John's pages 16 through 21. Well played, John. I should have done that. You're so wise. But I never had healthy conflict resolution modeled for me as a child, and my desire to appear nonchalant is stronger than my intuition. So I'm going to stay mad at Vonder till he's earned my forgiveness by jumping through a series of arbitrary hoops. Well, life is about being true to yourself. In the 80s, I was playing lead guitar in a hair rock band, and I gave it all up to teach dance and put on miscellaneous events in this small, irrelevant town. Was it worth it? Oh, yeah. Much better orgies. Interior, sip and pour coffee place. Say, I have an idea. While you shipwreck kids are here, maybe you can work at the annual Hay Bale Carnival Spectacular Run Walk Fashion Show to end childhood body dysmorphia. At least while we locate a USB-C charger and wait your turn at the town hotspot. Miss Rubles and Selena enter. Lil Mo waves with their coffee cup. Oh, were you telling our new friends about the annual Hay Bale Carnival Spectacular Run Walk Fashion Show to end childhood body dysmorphia? We still need a couple acts for the talent show. You two would be perfect. You want us to work together? together? End of page 15. Now the conclusion, John Shepard, 16 through 21. 
they look at each other in a sexy, sexy disgust at having at having thought the same word at the same time. At, at the annual, the annual Hay Bale, Bale Carnival Spectacular Run-Walk Fashion Show to end childhood body dysmorphia? They again look at each other in disgust and gasp. Yes, that would be very convenient in helping us fill the exactly two spots we have left. Well, I would sooner live in an outhouse Full of poo-poos and pee-pees. <laughs> and I would sooner die of a horrible disease. A new one where they would name it after me. And that's sort of all they remember me for. Like, even if my time, I'm known for something else, like throwing really great galas. But then I get this new disease and everyone forgets about my fun galas. I'm kind of underplaying how good the galas would be just to get to the point. But they'd be big. You would just be in the same show. You don't have to be in the same act. Besides, we haven't even told you what the prize is yet. What's the prize? Wouldn't you know it, they look at each other disgustingly gasp and grunt. Why, it's a USB-C charger. Guess I should have mentioned that earlier. I just didn't put the two together. LOL. <laughs> Interior, old man Gustav's creepy but romantic cabin, early evening. Vonder's sitting with his head in his hands. Selena's tapping their foot, looking up, indicating they have an idea. No, I couldn't. Or could me? No. <laughs> yes. No again. But also, yes. <sighs> I have this one talent, but it's kind of lame. And I sort of promised I'd never do it again. What? What is it? <laughs> Out with it already. Uh, I can kind of, sort of, maybe do a perfect ice sculpture of Bigfoot. Cool. Making love to the queen. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. That's, uh, maybe you could just do a tribute to the queen or something. Leave Bigfoot out of it. I've tried that before. The queen doesn't look right unless she is absolutely riding Bigfoot. Gross. What? Actually, <laughs> that sounds fine. I... But if you really think I should do it, I guess I will. For the children and the USBC and you. Interior, oh. Vonder's room, night. Vonder masturbates oh. furiously in his bed. There's a knock at the door. He gets up and heads to answer it. If this was about the Bigfoot thing, maybe I was too hard on you. He opens the door. Only it's not Selena, it's his ex, who broke up with him for his more successful rival. Hi, Vaughn. Who's Bigfoot? Never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> I made a mistake, Vonder. I should never have had incredible sex with your arch-rival in your dead mom's wedding dress. I, I know that now, and I'm here, saying you can have me back. Congratulations. They share a lover's embrace. With mouth stuff and everything. Wait, no. You hurt my heart. You hurt my heart bad. And also maybe there's someone else. What does that mean? Have you shared a lover's embrace? <laughs> well, I, I don't think so based on context clues. But my memory is really fuzzy right up to a little while ago probably because of the shipwreck or something. Wow. 
Sounds pretty serious. Thanks for understanding. He slams the door in her face. Exterior, the annual hay bale carnival spectacular run-walk fashion show to end childhood body dysmorphia day. The audience boos a man (laughs) on an old vaudeville-esque stage. Vonder and Selena are backstage preparing themselves for the show. Wow, sounds like a tough crowd. You're not going to believe this, but I dropped my mother's wedding dress behind that arbitrary hoop over there. I don't know what is with me today. There's a hoop suspended in the air behind them. He jumps through, grabs the dress, and hands it to her. Your your mom had a wedding dress? Yeah, I know it's cheesy, but I carry it around with me at all times. No, no, no. My mom also had a wedding dress, too. It's not cheesy at all. He lifts his mom's wedding dress into frame. <laughs> they gaze into each other's eyes and slowly lean into and slowly lean into smooch until the stage manager interrupts them. Hey, you folks. Two minute warning. Interior. <laughs> the annual. Great job. Interior. The annual hay bale carnival spectacular run walk fashion show to end childhood body dysmorphia day. An audience is reacting to the show. And that's the story of how I befriended an army of ghosts and saved that Girl Scout troop from drowning in shark-infested waters. Thank you for your audience participation. Barley exits. The crowd goes wild with their approval. Yay! Yay! We like him! We like him! The host walks out. Oh my gosh! (laughs) That was like So awesome. Wow. With the ghosts. Whoa. Okay. Our next performer. This is, (laughs) this is why you guys, our next performer is going to carve ice. Give it up for Selena. Selena walks on stage, tears a cover off a huge block of ice, revs their chainsaw and goes to town. The audience oohs and ahs. And then when they finish, there's a moment of silence before the crowd bursts out into cheers. Vonder is backstage with the manager looking confused. You look confused, my friend. You see, these people love Bigfoot. He is our god. Finally, an outsider gets it. Bravo to that. Bravo, I say. Jimmy (laughs) Fallon walks back out, tears streaming down his face. You guys just... Wow, that was... Excellent. I mean, Bigfoot and the Queen? It seems so obvious now, but I did not see that coming. Questlove, what do you think? I cannot emphasize this enough. Questlove is not there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think we need to see any more worser talents. The grand prize, a USB-C charger, goes to Selena. Wow, you guys. Selena is getting emotional with victory. Everyone comes on stage to congratulate them. Vonder in a magician's outfit, Miss Rubles, <laughs> Lil Mo, etc. Congratulations, Selena. I was going to do this dumb magic thing. Anyway, we got the USB-C charger. <laughs> so now I guess we can get off this gosh forsaken island and back to our old lives. Selena puts their hand around his neck. Or maybe 
Start a new one. She kisses him real nice-like. The professor steps out. Congratulations, Selena. And I found the cure for your disease. The disease that will forever... Well, heretofore be known as Selena's disease. Thanks, Professor. They lean in and kiss him. Glorp beams down. (laughs) I discovered the secret to friendship and repaired my spaceship in time to save my people. Bloop. Congrats, Glorp. That's great news. They lean in and kiss him. A pirate climbs on stage. (laughs) Well, I lost all my treasure, I did. But I discovered their real treasure was me chosen family and me very real children. That's great news, Captain Patchy Beard. They kiss. Well, I can't think of any better way to celebrate than by a good old-fashioned town orgy. They all start to kiss and undress. And thanks to our musical guest, Drake. Credits roll (laughs) SNL style over everyone on stage. Finn. End of pilot. All right. So, Megan, did you think that this is how your story would end? Um, I'll be honest. I I was thinking an orgy at the end, but this is not how I thought we were going to get there. It's a different route. Well, can you give us wow. a very quick summary of the whole pilot? Uh, yes, I took a couple notes. Okay, so on a cruise ship, Selena and Vonder meet in a classic rom-com meet-cute. They hate each other. The boat hits something, and they are stuck together in a room. Um, But Selena climbs out a window, which somehow goes to another part of the boat. They uh, take some (laughs) lifeboats out. Uh, She takes a quick work call. while, (laughs) While they're supposed to be abandoning ship. Um, and Vonder continues to follow her. They make it onto lifeboats and land on a small island that has no USB-C chargers where they meet uh, some friendly townsfolk, including a uh, demisexual barista whom Selena thinks she can rebound with, but that's going to take too long. Um, also, uh, a local purveyor of orgies <laughs> who gives them sage wisdom. Uh, Selena and Vonder, she's resisting the love that's clearly there, but everything has to be put on hold because today is the Hay Bale Run Walk fashion show to end childhood body dysmorphia. And there is a talent show that has two open spots. And also the prize is a USB-C charger, which is apparently the only way out off of this island. <laughs> it's getting it's a very US- Android-based island. <laughs> um, and no one else will lend them a phone. <laughs> uh, so, um, <laughs> well, this rude island where everyone will invite you to an orgy, but won't let you use their phone. Um, Selena has to pull out her old talent of ice sculpting. Um, she only knows how to do one thing, but she does it really well. She makes Bigfoot and uh, the late Queen going at it. Uh, and Jimmy Fallon, the host, because he's there, uh, <laughs> without 
without the roots, um, declares her the winner and hands over a USB-C charger. And that's kind of the thing that brings her and Vonder back together. They realize, like, we can charge our phones and this love. Mm. They rekindle things and invite everyone else in the town and also some other people uh, and aliens... (laughs) A pirate, really anyone around seems to be like having finally a great moment. And uh, that's how the pilot ends on a high note. Anything's possible. Classic Hallmark movie. Pretty (laughs) standard Hallmark movie. Cut and I feel like honestly, I didn't even add anything. I was just kind of closing up all the ties that y'all started. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. Tying up loose ends. All right, Andrew, our people's critic. Uh, yeah. You're our voice of uh, the masses. Is this a show you will watch? Show or films? Because we were discussing Hallmark. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm. So I guess this one will be a made-for-TV movie. Mm. Love it. I would say you would have grabbed me in the beginning uh, on the cruise ship, but this woman is having a hard time because her fiancé is dead. But then I think you would have lost me at no USB-C charger and that being the issue that the couple had to face together in order to bring them closer. I, uh, <laughs> I, would, have, uh, I would have even taken if they couldn't find a public bathroom. I think mm. USB-C charger is a little uh, far-fetched, I think. So just the say. USB-C charger? Is that the only far-fetched thing that happened in the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what Emmys would you... It's very stressful to not have the charger that you need for your phone. Very true. I would, I would 100% agree. 100%. Also, new phones have wireless charging now, so you don't even need the plug anymore. This is true. This is true. When I see this island in my head, I see it as some seaside French or Italian town where they still think it's like the 1950s. Mm. So maybe if it looked like that. Okay. What's that? What's that movie with Owen Wilson? Midnight in Paris? Yeah, like that. Okay. Like if it had maybe that element. So mm-hmm. your note is a completely different movie. You're like, here's, this, here's a note I got. There's this other movie completely different. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> and then I might like it. Maybe, maybe we can make this like a series of TV movies a la Sharknado. Very maybe true. More than the sequel. Ah. Um, so quickly before we wrap it up, because we are running long, and your boy is tired. So, Andrew, what Emmys would you nominate our pilot here, our Hallmark movie? Is it is it possible to move to another type of award show than Emmys? <laughs> oh, okay. Like a Golden Oscar? Oh, a Saturn Prize? An Ace? What are those cable? Remember the cable TV <laughs> cable awards? Ace awards. Called, yeah, <laughs> the cable Ace. Is it a cable Ace award? <laughs> the Kids Choice Awards. Yeah, I, I was Kids just, Choice, Teen Choice heart? Awards, People's Choice. Kid <laughs> Purple Heart. Yes, a Purple Heart for Vonder for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. 
So definitely an ace or definitely a uh, a kids choice award for sure. Glorp definitely in the pirate for sure. Cool. Okay. And then me <laughs> I, I would submit it to the Razzies, personally. Wow, this is a hard review. He's going tough on us. What's the okay. Razzie? Oh, is that like the meme? It's the bad one. one. Yeah. the bad like, movie? That's yeah. the worst. Uh, yeah, that's... wow. Okay. How dare you, Andrew? I love you all. You know that. <laughs> I, I think there's still a chance for us to Sandra Bullock this. We can get a Razzie the same year we get an Oscar. I, I don't, not count oh, much. Yeah. When did she, she, she get a Razzie? She, did, she got a Razzie and an Oscar in the yeah. same year. One of them was for the one where she's blindfolded, right? Did she... Oh no! It was oh, the Blind Side and All About Steve. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, very cool. That's so funny. But those were different wow. movies. That's a tragic flaw, too. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> what would we name this movie? Uh, uh, Vondersmut. Ah, uh, Selena's Revenge. <laughs> I don't know. There's well, yeah, actually, she kind of has revenge. Uh-huh. I, I got one. What about yeah. finding? Your charge. Ooh, recharging you. A recharging love. <laughs> Recharge. Recharged love. USB-C. Love. love. Oh, Recharge. Oh, wait, that's good. There's something there with that USB. USB. USB-S-C. You know that song suddenly. USB with me or something. USB. Oh, USB with me. USB charging love. Yes, yes. Wait, wait, no, wait, that's it. Us be charging. Wait, that's actually really good. Us be charging. Us be charging love. (laughs) Us be charging love. Beautiful. Thank you for listening to Blind Pilots. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Leave us a rating and review if you can. That really helps us out. Follow us on Instagram at Blind Pilots Pod. And if you're a writer and interested in shooting your shot at blindly creating the best pilot ever written, please go to blindpilotspodcast.com and fill out the writer's submission form. We are accepting submission from writers local here in New York City or virtually across the globe. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Thanks. Bye.